Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. <laughs> it's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Block sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack at lightningdogs.com. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Flame On. I'm Brian, and we are a gay and geeky podcast about all things pop culture from a somewhat queer perspective. I have, uh, going clockwise around, BJ here. Who who are you? Who is this? I'm Brian. What? Who are you? I don't know. Aren't you Byron? I just woke up in here. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) He knows my name. He gets one wish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got Jeff over there. How's it going? Eric. Hi. Pat. Hey, hey, hey. So, uh, yeah, this is us. Uh, Oral is off having adventures in somewhere land. He's working. Working. <laughs> I'm like, that, he's that a working girl. Oh, is he at the store? Oh, the work land. Oh, poor guy. So, uh, that's us. And we're going to talk about all kinds of movies, TV, comics, books, you know, all the stuff we do. Um, spoiler alert, we will be talking about things that happen. And as best we can, we will try to avoid spoilers, but... Fair warning, if it's something you do not want to know about, uh, you might want to skip ahead a couple minutes, maybe half an hour, depending on what we're talking about. Uh, good luck. Just You'll look at fine. our summary and then don't like, listen to it. What have we ever tried to avoid? Spoilers. I was going to say, I, when we don't want to spoil it ourselves. Like, uh, yeah, well, yeah, when we don't want to spoil it for each other. That's, but yeah. that's the time we would <laughs> The spoil. listeners, True. whatever. True. So, uh, as is our tradition, we're going to jump into some movies. Uh, if you do go back, oh, is it one episode, I believe, or two episodes? We did do a little deep dive on The Shape of Water and The, the greatest, greatest Showman. The Great Showman. 
and oh, and the disaster artist. Yes. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. So we 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 did that uh, during the uh, the New Year's Christmas break. Madeline is uh, our, little, our little bulldog is uh, is chiming in on her Jeez. displeasure at the uh, Golden Globes right she's now. Very, she's very obsessed with me for some reason. I don't know why. But um, we will. Why are you uh, so obsessed with me? We will be covering some new movies, and I I have not seen it. Yeah, Madeline. Um, some people here have seen Jumanji. Yes, the I don't new... know why you turned and looked at me. I know. Right. <laughs> um, I, I I like turning to my right. So Jumanji, I have not seen this uh, reboot of the Jumanji series, uh, starring Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan, The Rock, Jack Black. Yes, uh, that think, is the yeah. principal cast. I yeah. that was there. Was there a Joe Bro in there too? I think there's a Jonas in there. Is there? Yes, I'm yes. pretty sure there's Nick a Jonas. Jonas. Nick, oh, Nick okay. Jonas is in it. Um, but, uh, it, I believe you said it did very well. Yeah. It's actually, uh, I think like last weekend they did the box office results. By that point, it actually outgrossed Justice League. Which not a very high bar at this point. I mean, I mean, it's still good, but for a big blockbuster movie, Justice League set a really low bar. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the bigger accomplishment was that it dethroned, uh, Star Wars like two weeks in, three weeks in. Wow. Oh, wow. As a number one, and I pretty much had kept it down because I think other movies have come out that have kind of pushed it further down. Wow, that's uh, all right. So, yeah. so uh, I didn't see it. What do you guys think? I think I'm the only one that's seen it. I think all you're right. right, BJ. What did, <laughs> what did you think of it? It's a really pleasant surprise. There's a little. There's a couple things they do um, that hark back to the original uh, movie. Uh, they reference Robin Williams' character in it in a nice little, really? in a nice little, yeah, in a nice little throwback. Aww. Um it is the same jungle world that he was taken to when as a kid and grew up in. Even though it's now a video game. Even and even though it's now a video game, and there is a plot point that actually explains why the board game is now a video game. Of course. Um, and just the way they did it. And the cool thing is that like I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan, but that cast kind of like everybody works so well off of each other that it's kind of subdued. Every everybody's Bad parts of their comedy are subdued, and everything else is uplifted. So every, it's it's a really good ca- cast chemistry. Um, and without spoiling anything, I I really think everybody should see it. It's it's de- especially if you were a fan of the original Jumanji. I know early on in like the whole release of the the photos set you know set photos cast and everything that people complained about Karen Gillan's uniform choice. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I heard they pretty adeptly explain and address why she looks like that. Yep. And then... Well, she's an avatar, right? They're all avatars, and they're not the actual people. Like, the actual actors that play them are I don't even know who they are they're like relative unknowns. Yeah, they're all they're all relative teenagers. Yeah, and they're just... not in it for very much, I think, right? No. Okay. Well, and the biggest swerve I saw from obviously like I think the 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 avatar for Jack Black is actually a blonde teenage girl. See, everybody who's told me they've seen it, they, that's their favorite part. Right. Yeah. She, they, he stole the show as that teenage girl reacting to the jungle somewhat stereotypically, but you know, whatever. Jack Black in the jungle works every time. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. I, I've never, I, you know, I don't think I've actually ever seen the original. What? I know. I'm sitting there thinking you? about Get, it. Like, you, yeah, I never saw what? the first I know. I, I, what? Yeah. I remember. I like the book. Yeah, I remember reading the book or whatever as a kid, and that's that's it. I'll go ahead and say this. It was from a book. Yes, yeah. I didn't know that. It was it was from a kid's book, like oh. long time ago. Watched the movie. Was good with the movie, and yep. yeah, never All really right. thought twice about it. Someday I'll have to check it out. So, uh, uh, other movie news i think there's no other movies that we've seen that we haven't already discussed 
Well, BJ, what's your flame oh. rating out of five? Since we've done it for like oh, every other oh, movie okay. since. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll give it a solid four. Wow. It was it was that fun. It was it was four. that fun and, and interesting. Four so. alarm fire. Yep. So, uh, movie news. Uh, Black Panther, I guess, is a very popular movie coming up. 20, uh, which I'm yeah. not shocked by, but I guess it broke some pre-sale record. 20, Come on, white people. So, are they, re- are they releasing the original four-hour cut? No. I want them to. Come they on. will. I want them to. On Blu-ray. No, I don't think they'll Never. do that. And as, fine with and as an per the revolution, the you will all be strapped to chairs and forced to watch it six times a day. I want to see it. I'm excited. I, I When does it come out soon, right? February 16th. Okay. I heard the soundtrack's going to be amazing. Oh, uh, Kendrick Lamar is scoring it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Doing a soundtrack or something. And he's already put out one track, but they've announced the people that are going to be on the soundtrack, and it's... it's. What was the track that they put out, do you know? Oh, I can't remember what it it's was called. It's not all the stars, is it? Because I just heard that, and I, it seemed like that wasn't... Wait, a... I think that was the, okay. the single track they That's put out great. so That's great. I love that one. The yeah. one, the, 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 one in the uh, first... Uh, the one in they used in the first trailer, I've been listening to that Step song. Step Into the Spotlight? Yep. Oh, what? Uh, uh, it's called the, a Legend. Run, run the Jewels? Yes. Yeah, that's I mean, but that song has been out for a bit. That was just what they used in the sound in the Yeah, uh, that's the just what trailer. they used in the trailer, but I never heard it before. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So. After that uh trailer release, I actually went back and downloaded all three uh Run the Jewels albums. Oh wow. And they're really good. Is wait, is that the band that kept popping up on uh, Colbert? That I don't know. I don't know. Or had something I this day, it sounds familiar, but I'll, I'll it's, have to... it's two rappers, they're New York based. Uh they're yes. really good. I think they, they, they've done stuff with Colbert because I was like, Run the Jewels. All um, the Stars was the first song. That's Kendrick Lamar with... Uh, SZA? 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 The SZA and the RZA? SZA. Don't, don't run with a pair of them. CZA? SZA. Uh, I'm trying to see where the second one is. Uh, the third one to get released was uh, King's Dead. Ooh. Long live the king. Oh, that's that other guy. Hey, you know a movie I did see recently that uh, has been out for a bit, but I finally saw it? Split. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's really good. Yeah, oh, you like really it? Good. See, yeah. that's a very, there's div- a very divisive. divisive. Yeah, I was going for the split thing. No, I mean, I just uh, I stopped to see it. So, other uh, exciting movie news: Deadpool two has moved up two weeks. Yep. Uh, I thought it was delayed longer, but I guess okay. Um, and then uh, New Mutants was pushed back ten months. Yep, almost a full year. That's yeah. um, that's kind of crazy. Um, but uh, well, they're having issues. And then Kitty Pride. There's a Kitty Pride movie coming. Really? Of course Possibly. There is. I, I don't. Oh my Possibly. god! Is, is what's her name still gonna play her? Because I I really want her. Um, oh um, no, Ellen no. Page. Yeah. Ellen Page. Yeah. Oh, that would be uh, great. But she's at this point. Anything, anything that is in the works, I am not holding on to. Yeah, because Disney's because gonna come it's in. Pretty much all going to be wiped away. The exception might be Deadpool. I mean, it, uh, if you if you look at like contracts and everything, aside from like Deadpool and maybe New Mutants, yeah, they're kind of at that optimal point. Like the third X Men movie will have no, actually, it'll be the fourth one. Yep. How many con? I mean, that's the other thing. How long were the contracts for people like Sophie Turner and all people from like the? Doesn't matter. Disney is buying the shit for how many billions of dollars? You don't think they'll just go ahead and buy like terminate and buy out a contract? I don't know. Depends on how expensive those contracts were. None, Although, of, none of them are super big stars. No, I mean, like yeah. I know Sophie Turner and Maisie Williams have Game of Thrones under their belts, but most of the other kids aren't. Are relatively new or unknown. But yeah, then I yeah. wonder how much they'd affect uh, like the television. James McAvoy. Or... Well, those guys I think are all done. Well, they, they, they were supposed they, uh... to be done before this, and then they like um, what's her name Jennifer Lawrence came back and signed on for Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So they may not be on long-term contracts as it is. They may just be on one or two movie contracts and just playing it by ear. So and, yeah. if McAvoy comes back as Xavier, he's got some splendor to do because McAvoy's gotten ripped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had pictures of him coming out of the gym like a month ago. And yeah. Well, he's wearing a suit. They don't need to. In, in a floating chair. chair. I'm just saying, when you're that ripped, it's kind of hard to look thin. I mean, he'll just. Chair bound. <laughs> Listen, it's very easy. I've been doing. I've been to doing pull ups. Like all pull ups. <laughs> I've been skipping all leg days. Your little legs are dangling there. Oh wow! You didn't yeah. do the marathon that happened. No, recently? I did not. Oh. I did not. So we're not sure. We're just speculating, but we'll see what happens. The, we'll see what happens. Well, the the C, the CEO of Disney came forward, and because everybody's like, they're going to cancel Deadpool. They're going to do all this. And I he, never thought they'd cancel Deadpool. He he pretty much said like, if it makes us. I mean, he said it in a very businessy way, but he's like, if it makes us a lot of money. Well, he you said that they were keeping their They will have. They can have a Marvel R division. Yeah. So it, which would probably only be Deadpool. But hey, I mean, I because of the fact that it doesn't touch any of the other cinematic Marvel, like or not Marvel, um, X Men world, I can see them keeping the Deadpool cast. Yeah. It'd be a little awkward with Josh Brolin getting double paychecks for Thanos and for Cable, but <laughs> except for Josh Brolin, I'm sure he'd be fine with it. I'm, well, I'm sure mean, he's completely okay with it. He's like, I'm good with this, but why does Cable sound just like Thanos? That's so weird. <laughs> Have you look- ever seen the two of them in the same room? Hmm. I don't think so. What about television? There's been a lots of great television on lately, and uh, the thing called the Golden Globes. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Um, no one talked about it right afterwards. It comes on on a work night. I don't. I just know Oprah's running for president now. Stop that. Does Uh, it frighten you? A brown woman running for president? No, it excites (laughs) me, but I I don't want someone like Oprah who has no political experience. Oh, no, yeah, no. I'm with you there. Let's not open up that. Why are we going to make the same mistake twice? Um, but yeah, uh, there was a lot of big moments. I know Oprah's speech was certainly one of them. I know Guillermo del Toro's moment, uh, where he was starting to get played off as they like to do. And he's like, guys, I've been trying to get to here for 25 years. Like, <laughs> let me, you know, let me talk. Well, what happened right before his moment was uh, the Natalie Portman moment. Natalie yes, Portman. Bitch. Natalie yes. Portman's shade throw was absolutely <laughs> fucking beautiful. I'm pretty sure all the lights went out in the theater, in, in, in wherever and, they were. And I felt so so bad for Guillermo because I think he was the first nominee right after that, and he just had to sit there and like, uh, "You're uh, right." Do I clap? But as as uh, Linda Holmes said on Pop Culture Happy Hour, she said it like it was d- directed at like the like the <laughs> nicest guy in Hollywood, Ron yeah, Howard. Yeah. But it didn't matter because honestly, it just needed to be said. I'm sorry, I have a penis. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, I'm not that sorry. Actually, not sorry enough. Not, not that sorry. I'm um, sorry. I'm not sorry. Other, Thank you, Demi. I'm not sorry. So other shows that have been uh, catching our interest. Runaways. Runaways. Is so good. I am so far behind. Actually, I I think I'm like two episodes. Yeah, I have so, two episodes. Like, to it's watch. only ten. You can't be that far behind. Yeah. Although they did get greenlit for the second they, season. Uh, they did. Thank God. I, I know because if it had ended at that point, I would have lost like, my mind. Little bit of a cliffhanger ish type thing. Uh, BJ, we were talking. What is it? It like barely goes through like the first or second issue. So now that we're at the end of the first season, it ends like in the middle of the original first story. Okay. Where the where the parents essentially frame the kids for the first murder. 
uh, that they witnessed. Spoilers. So the murder they witnessed, they have now officially been framed for. Um, and they're running away. And they're actually at, at pretty much by the end of the season, they are officially runaways. Officially. Officially. Um, they are over it. Yeah. Officially. <laughs> They've also given the dinosaur the name. Yeah. Yes. Old Lace. Oh, old Lace. Um, like, old know, Lace has been my favorite part. <laughs> so I never would have called that. I'm like, I love the really practical like the effect dinosaur. on the dinosaur. Like, I did not expect them to do that much practical effect. I didn't know it was practical effect. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. There's an actual. Totally. It's a Jurassic World dinosaur. Yeah. The same people that made the Jurassic World I dinosaurs. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yep. Cool. I mean, I, there what, is CGI. When is Chris Pratt coming to this? Never. <laughs> Star Lord shows up, starts wrestling the dinosaur. I don't know, riding the dinosaur. I don't know. Um, I, dinosaur. I just got super turned on. <laughs> what I do like scared. about what they've done is they've given the character, the parents, some backstory, some interesting. Like they made them two dimensional, three dimensional, not two dimensional. Some catharsis, yeah. some actual explanation for what they've done. Yeah, and 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 a more believable like. Yeah, they love their kids. Of course they do. Like, this isn't them just being supervillains. As much as that is also kind of cool, Yeah, this is a more nuanced, they have a reason that they're doing what they're doing. Which will um, kind of make it interesting at the end of the first graphic novel arc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean... Don't I think, give away spoilers. I didn't. If you want spoilers, go read, read the, the, read the comics. No, honestly, anyone who has not read this, I'll tell you, it's probably one of the better comics and one of the newer creations in the last 20 years that's stuck. Yeah. I mean, it, it can come and go, but... The characters are phenomenal, and they they brought the comic back, so I'm very excited. Yeah, I kind of like, dropped off with the, the characters. first issue, and I've been me- I meant to go back and read it, but... But it's um, being delightfully drawn by... Chris Anko, yeah. Yes. They did a, they did a cute little, like five minute quick draw video with him like they on the marvel oh, yeah. youtube channel yep and it was it was kind of like he got he was they were showing like bits and pieces of him drawing and coloring but he was talking about it and what it meant to him and what it meant to him to be um, asked to be the artist on the book and it was it was really cool to watch did he actually have more to say than he did on most panels we've been on with him yes that's good he was good actually talking the entire like five minute video <laughs> never happens so yeah i liked runaways and uh, you guys should catch up did you guys see the doctor who christmas special Yes. Uh, sad. I know you did. It was sadness porn. <laughs> you do know now? I do remember now that we watched it together. Uh, well, Jeff, you didn't take, no. a, bath with, you didn't no. take a bath with him outside, so you didn't remember oh, you were here. No, that's true. I'm like a full year behind now. My God. So uh, uh, so there's a new doctor. Sidebar. <laughs> I heard yeah. that. Sidebar. Uh, they finally announced that the Series 9 soundtrack is going to be released for Doctor Who. This was, is was that up in the air? Um, it had not been. It's been like two years, and they usually release it like the following year. Yeah, oh. but the rights distribution changed. Some other stuff changed. They're doing a four disc box set for this thing. Damn, this is the series with Heaven Sent, which is the uh, he's stuck in that like castle that. Oh yeah, with the, oh. okay. So yeah. like I would that really episode like that alone, they're doing a whole disc for. The soundtrack. So it stinks Sweet. that your birthday is like eleven months away. I know. You have to wait oh, that yeah. long. Guess you're Seriously? waiting. I've already pre-ordered it. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Daddy doing it for himself. Come on. I'm like, you know how hard it is to try to buy shit for him for his birthday. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> you got it right. You Gift cards. Fine. You what? guys both did fine. Gift cards. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even look at my list. You did. I mean, because you had like two things about your birthday. I had a yellow you to put more on it and, afterwards. And, but to be fair, like I bought it. I bought something for you on your wish list, and then like when I gave it to you, like, oh, I just added a whole bunch of stuff this morning. That was like the day of your birthday. Thing. I, well, I listen. People are asking. Like, they're asking. No, I appreciate it. But no, the uh, Doctor Who 
twice what is it called twice upon a christmas yes twice up um is not only the swan song for peter capaldi but also the swan song for embattled creator uh, moffat stephen moffat yep uh i thought it was a great episode good way to go out kind of let you let them tie bows on everything they wanted to and set up a new new doctor yeah, it was one big issue there was one huge issue with what it. was the huge what issue? was the big issue the fucking first doctor what about him oh wait what's wrong with the first doctor other than he's meant to be kind of a dick that I've, oh, I've no, him being a dick isn't a problem but they like amped up the sexism oh yeah from him to astronomical proportions because they're showing that, that that's changed the cult now, no i did, get that did but the first the... doctor talk like that oh yeah very no, much not the, like that though okay the doctor the first doctor to my knowledge and let's give them a little more credit. They know the show more than we do, like like in depth. Not I, always. Well, they like to play fast and loose. Moffat <laughs> is one of the yeah. Anyway, so uh, another sidebar. I'll tell you in a second. The uh, they they yeah they wanted to put relief to it. He's never the first doctor never talked about spanking somebody on the bottom. I mean that was a joke. That's a joke. It's funny. Yeah. But I think they did a great job with the first doctor and uh, the, the continuity of the character showing that they both didn't want to regenerate. And yeah. what that means is in the, in, the, in the Who universe, the fact that this idea of the um, what do they call it? The testament and yeah. using that idea to kind of give the doctor not a villain instead of like a villain. I mean, it, it yeah, was I love that line. I don't know what to do when there's not an evil plan. Yeah, right. He it, was just like, wait, they're not doing anything bad. The callback oh. to the other Dalek episode that he did right after his regeneration. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, all, all these little things were really, really nice. And um, I will say that I did not cry like I do every time I watch Matt uh, Smith's regeneration because that one still kills me. But uh, I still enjoyed it. It was great, and I'm I'm sad Moffat's gone. I'm I'm total you know admitted fan of his, and I'm I'm excited for the new Doctor, of course, which they set up rather spectacularly. Oh yeah, <laughs> and possibly some meta commentary there about how fans are reacting to her. It was great. It uh, was absolutely fantastic. Uh, maybe, but I don't know. I'm I'm I, what I'm really sad about is there's no Doctor Who until like August or September. You gonna so be got, you yeah. gonna, gonna be okay? I'll be fine because there's so many great episodes to go back and watch, but it sucks. You know, you know what else there is to watch? Game of Thrones. Probably. I should get you. You you have an entire year to catch up. Yeah, you have an entire year and a half, pretty much. So I did want to mention. I just read a story about. um, I guess there was a signing of Tom Baker uh, at a Scottish comic shop. I forgot the name of the the, the shop. Not only it would, was it would be funny if it was actually just a comic shop, but in Scotland, and it was just called a Scottish comic <laughs> Scottish shop. Comic <laughs> shop. Uh, it had somebody's name on it. No, so uh, not only were two, uh, well, not only was Stephen Moffat there with David Tennant, but there oh, was wow. a second Doctor, future Doctor there, uh, Peter Capaldi, all at the same signing of Tom Baker back in the seventies. Holy I think. shit! This is, that's that's more epic than. Capaldi writing into the the Doctor Who show and actually like getting his letter put in like the, the oh, news yeah. Yeah. The, the the news feed whatever it was. And if you didn't have a chance to or you didn't you missed it. He wrote uh, Capaldi wrote a letter to one of the fans like a young fan about I'm sad that the Doctor's regenerating blah 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 and Capaldi wrote the most beautiful sweet little note to that kid and it talks about you know how, basically it was like trying to help the kid you know learn and, and grow and kind of get over it not get over it but you know deal with this kind of death he said something about spanking him on the bottom no, and... <laughs> <laughs> right. no he's he's Smack really good with bottom. his fans like he's he did the uh was it the gay couple in australia and the, his boyfriend wrote a letter to him and he actually recorded like 
he recorded like a, a proposal a proposal video. Oh, yeah, I think I he's just that. like he's like, oh yeah, there's just all sorts of things that happen in the universe. Blah blah. blah. He's like, by the way, you should probably look at your boyfriend right now because he's got something to ask you. And, oh. and he turns to his boyfriend and because they had all these cameras on them, it was super cute. But I was like, he's a really really good guy to his fans. I'm very sad to see him go, but Jody Whittaker is kind of amazing. I watched the Black Mirror episode about the Grail, the Grain Grail. Where you can record everything and play it back, and oh, sure. she's in that. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. totally—it's always one of those things where you get a new doctor. You get well, a new was that with uh, Toby Kebbell? I think so. Yeah, yeah. and you—you you don't know what they're going to be like, and this doesn't mean that's what she's going to be like. That's her character, but just seeing her because I haven't seen Broadchurch yet. Well, I haven't seen her, you know, in Broadchurch. Oh, I've yeah. seen her in Broadchurch. So awesome. that might be closer to it, but I'm going to because that's also uh, Chibnall, the new showrunner, and Tennant. And ten and ten, well, and there's other great things about it, but yeah. like that's always a way to kind of like build into the new Doctor Who showrunner or actors kind of watch other stuff they've done. But I say like yep. Rogers, that's like the anti Who Doctor because wow. just alcohol ridden, depressed detective yeah. burnt on the like the bitter edge tenant with a beard. Yeah, question mark? Yeah, no, no, he had a beard. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I just meant the actual presence of facial hair is oh. more of a question mark. Oh. The new season has two interesting episodes. Hang the DJ. It's got six interesting episodes. Well, okay, no. Yeah, it's got four interesting episodes. Okay. I know and, there's and one about what Pendulette, or Pendulette gave the idea. Well, it was a short that. story that Pendulette wrote, and they made a full episode about it. Nice. Um, I haven't seen that one, but the uh, Hang the DJ one is fascinating. Hang the DJ was great. That was my uh, favorite of the season. Somewhat of an interesting ending, which I liked. Yeah. And then the, uh, is it the Whitaker? No. What's the name of the ship? It's the Star Trek one. Yeah, the USS oh, that, Callister. Woo! I absolutely love that one. That was woo! great. Meta commentary, all kinds of that, just. That I, was a backdoor pilot if I ever saw one. I get. Yeah, I mean, you can see what it, you can see it doing that, but no, I don't want that. I don't want that. So Jillian Anderson is leaving the X Files, and I am sad. However, she also left American Gods. So what the fuck? Well, oh yeah, we'll get to that. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. Ugh. Here's the thing: Did anybody watch the season? What, I don't know what number it is. I have never watched How an episode is season of X-Files 11? Because oh, season right. yeah, 10 right. was six Short. episodes. Right. So so 11 premiere. Did you watch it? No, I heard it was god-awful. It is worse, and I don't know how this is possible. It is worse than the premiere and the finale of season 9. Which I heard were... No, 10, you 10, mean. 10, sorry. Oh, yeah. The sixth episode, I, which what? I heard was also horrible. Horrible. This is worse, and here's why. A, it retcons completely season 9, 10's finale. So that's a whole cliffhanger, alien invasion, you know, Mulder's going to die, all this crap. Completely retcons that, gone. That was a dream. It was a dream, dream sequence. Oh, of course. A vision. I mean, I'll be honest. Because Chris Carter ran out of ideas a long time ago. Yeah. And then um, mostly narration by different characters. Uh, I think uh, Mulder (laughs) did most of the narrating. In in the worst Mulder-y just reading, it's just uh, like you think Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford phones it in sometimes. Oh, uh, this like, is this the, is this is Harrison Ford Blade Runner. This is yeah. Oh, <laughs> why you gotta do that? Theatri- yeah, actually, yes. The, the original cut. theatrical yeah. cut. Theatrical yes, yes. cut Blade Runner. And then what else happened? It's bad. Um, you get the Smoky Man stuff, which I'm okay, a little bit more okay with that, just because I like the actor uh, and I like the character somewhat. But the 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 ridiculousness that this show is doing, and the ham handed way that it ends as a way to dovetail into more X Files. <laughs> But yet addressing the myth- mythology, it's just bad. Like, mm. I can't understand. Oh, I can't understand why Jillian's leaving. I can't understand why they keep giving Carter more show to run. It's just awful. Because people keep watching it. I know. Yeah, exactly. I know. Because X-Files, of course, I'm going to watch it. But 
Oh, anyway. So I've heard this week's uh I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's really good. Um and I think the middle ones, just like the last season, are gonna be okay and because worth they're watching. not written by Carter. Right, exactly. Um, but oh my god, just such bats. Oh like it just you sit there and you've had I mean, we have good television right now. We have right some people say it's like peak television, the golden age, whatever. How can this then be on the air? Honestly, like just, I think what do you I do? Think, I think network television peaked a few years back. I think nowadays you're having better stuff on alternate no. The Good Place. The Good Place is one of the best shows on television. I think the exception that proves the rule. Because The Good Place is fucking amazing. Yeah. This is us. This This is us. This is us. It's not my bag, but it's good. I'm not getting pulled into that that complete emotion string pulling bullshit. It's like me watching The Leftovers. It is entirely... What the Good Doctor on ABC? No. No. What? No. Absolutely not. No. I don't. The Gifted. Oh wait, no. Oh. I don't care if they're doing fan baiting. It, no, I, well, so I'm much, not saying it's good. I'm just so saying they just baiting. started through. They started throwing every fucking thing that they could in, uh, against the wall, and it at least makes it somewhat entertaining to watch. But that's like hate watching. It's oh yeah, it's no, entertaining well, to watch. Doesn't mean it's all. It's not. Why do you think the, I still watch it? And Supergirl. <laughs> Uh, and no. Legends of Tomorrow. I no, gave Legends up. of Tomorrow is funny. It's I, really I, I gave up the ghost. I have given up all of my superhero shows on CW. I might try Black Lightning you, out. Really? I've given up the everything Flash else. The Flash got a lot better it's this season. It's so good this season. I, it, the, it's kind of like Arrow. The previous seasons were starting to go slightly downhill yeah. more and more. And I was just like, no, I don't I don't care. I, I watched, The only thing I watch oh. on the CW right now that I, I like is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Well, that's oh. great, Joe. You got to go back and watch the crossover though this season. It was really I good. Heard. It was. Oh, it was. It was phenomenal. It was alternate, really, really alternate good. Nazi Earth. Yeah, that's no. all fine. So good though. You're not still watching Supernatural? Okay, <laughs> it's on hiatus right now. So technically, no. <laughs> technically, no. Supernatural's sh- fine. Shut your mouth when you're talking. Are you going to watch no, Wayward I've made Sisters it through season nine now? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I've been Netflix binging Supernatural. It's a great show. It's so it's so by the numbers. It is so repetitive, but that's why it's good for while I'm playing video games just to have on my second screen. It, yeah. Anything Wall that can paper. get Mark Pellegrino a job. He, um, did he make the water? He did. Is that his water? Yeah, sure. Ugh. Is he a boiler? Oh. <laughs> the, guy who played, the guy who played Jacob on Lost. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't know it was Mount Pellegrino. Oh, yeah, he, maybe he, I did. He plays Lucifer on Supernatural, and he, oh, he's huh. great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all these shows or whatever. I don't know. The uh, Has anybody checked out um, Sabri- oh, the Sabrina show got greenlit? They yes. Might see any- the ch- it, the yeah, daughter was- from Mad Men, I think, is Sabrina. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Yep, so it got greenlit, uh, but surprisingly enough, it, it's going to Netflix and not the CW. Oh, that's, that's all right. Um, in this day and age, that's okay. It may be better, actually. Uh, yeah, they still said they're talking about doing a, a crossover with um, Riverdale. Or Riverdale. I, yeah. I just want them to do the comic they're doing right now, which is so dark it's and really, terrible. Really I mean, good. like, really just, it's, it's, they're satanic. Oh, you know, uh, has anybody watched the David Letterman uh, interview oh, that's show? Out? The I first episode. I they announced it. That's you know, actually for, out. First no, they released out. the Obama. Oh. Yeah. Obama episode is on. It's it's like a monthly release. Does he smack down Trump? I'll watch it then. Uh, he d- that's the thing. It's Letterman, so he's classy enough to smack down Trump without actually naming Trump. Of course, no. I mean that's the way to do it. But. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. I need to watch that. I miss the Letterman. I mean, and I love Colbert, but even like on the DVR, it's kind of backlogged a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about Top Chef? I don't. I don't watch that. It's been good. The yeah. new season came back. Is like Daddy Colicchio still there? Of course yeah. he is. Oh, Didn't he sexually harass that. somebody? No. I feel like he did. Hasn't everybody? No, Batali and Johnny Iannuzzi. 
That's right, because they canceled the... Yeah, uh, they, they completely shelved the uh, Great American Bacon Show. And they show. pulled the yeah. old ones. That's so sad. Yep. Everything. Gone. Well, Poor. they only had one one season, one episode from this season. Oh. It was a, episodes one and two. They were doing the two-hour block for uh, for the season. But uh, Top Chef is back. They're in Colorado. Colorado. Yes. Colorado. But it's good. I, I wanted to make sure Colorado. that Eric had something to talk about since... I mean, he doesn't watch crap television. I mean, I just don't watch a lot of television. Oh, true. That's how so, it works. Yeah, well, you're probably better off. Yeah. yeah, but it's cute. There's there were three bears, Ooh. three three apparently straight, straight men, bears. moist, who uh, who were all bunking together, and they named their room the Bear Den. Moist. And yeah. then they had the little bear oven mitts. Oh, they did a little moist. It was they did a little confessional. They were like, "Grr, <laughs> I'm moister than an oyster now." Yeah. <laughs> I, I now see why you said apparently. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> one, then, of, one of them was talking about the like the cheese guys, and he's like, he's like a Greek god, and I'm like, mm, easy, uh, easy there. What? <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, I did mean to mention. That I don't think I did before. Mr. Robot, the season finale happened. There it is. There it is. I was <laughs> waiting for it. I was waiting for it. What? It's a good show. Although the season finale, <laughs> I will say, season three, season finale is kind of like season two. No, season one's. You just kind of ends, and then you're like, okay, what's next? I don't know. Hmm. Are you caught up at all? No. Nope. The The middle of that season was the peak for me, although it did get really crazy towards the end. But uh, you know, I got to wait for another fucking six, seven, eight, nine months until the new season. Poor it's baby. It's hard. It That's is. good it's Game so of hard. Thrones time. Yeah. Although they... Shut up. I did... I'm glad they renewed it. I wasn't sure they were going to renew it. The ratings have been down, but I was hopeful. Is that USA in general? Or? I think so. But I mean, this show, it's, it's, it's one of those things that if the more seasons go by, the more complicated the story gets. It's hard to get into. So you're not going to get a lot of new. Well, it's serial viewers, television. Right. It's, so unless you just get, you know, a surgeon's, a surgeon's, a, re, a resurgence of interest. But anyway. Unless you're good. doing like CSI Miami, you're not going to have oh, that yeah. whole um, investment week to week. Yeah. I feel like there's another big show that I'm just completely blanking on, but you know, honestly, that's fine. There's, there's, I mean, there's a ton of stuff that that came out. Um, oh, Shield, it? Shield's been yes. really, really good. Oh my God, Shield's been absolutely. We're, we're not caught up Michael to the Chiklis? newest episode. I'm not caught up to it either. Oh come on, the Michael Shield, uh, the Agents yes. of the Shield. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, not not the Michael Chiklis police drama. I do want to okay. go back and finish one. the Shield at some point. I still haven't. Uh-huh. But Agents of Shield, the far future adventures of our. You know, fledgling spy agency. It's it's so batshit right now. Like it's crazy. It's, it's not bad. In fact, phenom- some, I love it. Some nice uh, moments in the last uh, episode that we saw. But I I'm hoping that they actually do a second like arc this season. I, I think, hope it's not the whole time. No, I, I'm kind of over the thing actually. It'll. I I I think they found that the uh, the arcs or the multiple arcs worked for them last season. So I really kind of think that. They'll keep it up. I haven't yeah. heard anything about it. Do you know who has not been in this? Uh, like that, that that sort of Star Lordy character they introduced. He kind of disappeared. I'm okay with that. I, I thought they were gonna really build up and make him something. No. And then now I'm oh, like, the guy that turned on yeah, Daisy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Just went away. I'm I'm completely okay with that I'm, because I like the actor. It's. I mean, I like the actor, but I'm completely okay with that so, character archetype not being there for a long time. It's good, and I like the guys. It's it's not Doug Jones playing that alien. No, it's not Doug Jones. The uh, the little Kasaya's? helper. Yeah. No, Enoch. Enoch. Uh, oh, I don't know. So it's like a watcher esque character who isn't supposed to interfere, except he totally does. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm kind of curious. They they had a little uh, post episode sort of thing where he went off to the, I think the surface of the world or, or something. Anyway, long story short, it's actually been good, but I'm kind of ready for the next thing. Something new. I'd I'd like to open up a vein now. 
and oh. talk about American Gods. Oh, yes. Thank you. Uh, I almost forgot. So, yeah, I'm so pissed because they got rid of... Well, okay. Hang on. Hang on. Let, back let's... Up, back up. They had a great first season. Yes. Uh, groundbreaking television. Very artistic. Uh, Brian Fuller and Michael Green. I believe that's I believe right. were the two showrunners. Uh, did a lot of interesting stuff, especially with like the crazy visuals that they're known for. Introducing that with the story of American Gods. Uh, green lit for season two, like after the first episode of season one, because it was such a, a popular show. A uh, few months back, it was announced that due to budgetary constraints, that's as, basically as much as they said, Fuller and Green were departing as showrunners. Yep. yep. And everybody had a collective oh shit moment. Yep. Then, uh, nothing really great. They hadn't really announced who the new showrunner was going to be yet. Uh, then a couple weeks ago, it was announced that not only was Jillian Anderson leaving, right, but possibly Kristen Chenoweth was also going. Yep. Womp. Uh, two relatively large gods gone. Yes. Uh, media for and, Jillian Anderson and Easter for Kristen Chenoweth. Yep. Uh, Kristen she Chenoweth, barely was in the first season. Right. But Kristen Chenoweth was like the, like the basically figurehead of the old god attack yeah. now, thanks to the whole thing at the end of the season. Uh, and now stars had a big press conference or like there was a big media thing where they were announcing their new shows for the fall. Uh, the president of stars came forward in that saying that apparently it was always the plan for Jillian Anderson to only be there for one season, which was surprising. Yeah, a little bit. And if that was, if that was true, then why did she have to announce she was leaving? Well, and, it may have just been in an interview. She said something like, oh, yeah, I'm not coming back. Right. But this yeah. is also like to her also saying she wasn't coming back for any more X-Files. So it was like, yeah. I'm just done with everything. <laughs> um, Which is so funny because she, well, I don't know. I don't know what she's going to do. But then they also threw out, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, Neil Gaiman's actually taking over as showrunner for well, season two. I didn't read that. Yeah. yeah no, I this read is the that president today. of Stars saying that. Yeah. And he said, and we're still trying to find a way for Brian Fuller and Michael Green to come back. And they can, they, we're hoping that they can contribute to some way in the next season. Hmm. Uh, Neil Gaiman responded when somebody pushed that on his Twitter feed saying like, hey, I didn't realize. And he's like, I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> sounds like someone got their wires crossed. Oh, wow. no. So even he's like, what? I'm not showrunner. What are you talking about? The fuck? Can, can we go back to how you say his last name? Gaiman? Gaiman? Gaiman. Does it matter? I'm just curious. Does it was, it was amusing to me. Does it matter? Gaiman. The Gaiman. All I well, know is... I mean, I'm sure it does to him. Are you worried about honestly, the Gaiman? with the great Pittard-Pittard debate, I am <laughs> over it. You can say my last name however the fuck you Hashtag want. I don't care. Did you know we're Scottish? Huh? Did you know we're Scottish? Sure. I'll Why tell, not? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you about our clan later. Fit that in there, too. Pittard. Uh, found that out this weekend. So, yeah, uh, uh, Neil Gaiman. I mean, I'm not shocked that they totally fucked this. I'm just like, this is just a hot mess. how? And, and oh, also, uh, the president of Stars admitted or uh, explained further about the budgetary constraints and the reason why Green and Fuller left wasn't necessarily them because of Stars reducing the budget. I guess it was Fremantle Media not wanting to pony up the dough. That could be. That's totally possible. So yeah. he was like, that yeah. wasn't us, basically. That's totally possible. I mean, that, the way TV shows are made, yeah. Do you get the money for the new American Idol? I don't Jeez. know. So, yeah. So all, we don't know. It's, it's it's never coming back. It's all up in the air. Lord only knows what's happening. I just, I, I hate all the different promise that the first season had is now just thrown to the wind. Yep. Meanwhile, the Anne Rice Vampire Chronicles uh, show looks all the more promising because 
Fuller has joined as a <laughs> oh, showrunner. Yep. And okay. who knows? Jillian Anderson might show up in that now. Probably, knowing, knowing the way that works. <sighs> uh, yeah, TV is frustrating, but uh, sometimes it goes well. You saw that Fargo season four is probably going to happen. I have not seen that yet. I haven't even watched season three. No, I never. Holly. I haven't finished season two. I'm what you need to finish that. Uh, season frustratingly, season three is not out on Blu-ray. It is out on DVD, but they're like, oh, we just we don't see the viability of putting it out on Blu-ray. I'm like, fuck you. Put it on Hulu. Season, well, they've done other things, but it's just anyway. Season four, though, Holly had an idea. Originally, it wasn't going to come back. Okay, and he had an idea that really excited him, and I guess the network's like, yes, please. I guess it did well enough, but it'll probably be a little bit because he's working on a movie. Yeah, Legion season Legion two. Legion season two, which like, I heard some interesting stuff about Legion season two. What's that? I guess there's potentially going to be uh, storyline wise like a time jump uh, okay. to when uh, David gets set free from whatever that little Mojo? orb. Well, whatever that little orb was that grabbed him, uh-huh. uh, or and arcade? when he, I don't know. Yeah, when he comes back, uh, it, it, Holly was basically trying to invert the whole process of the first season, where like he's a crazy person in a sane world. And to David, it'll be like he's the sane person in a crazy world, which will almost make it more like he's the villain. But they said they're also, they've already cast, I guess they had recast the physical representation of uh, Shadow King. Yeah. Uh, and then he said that, like, also because Shadow King, you know, had different personalities that you probably will see, like Aubrey Plaza showing up. And, I hope so. Uh, uh, what's his name from Fly of the Concords? Uh, uh, yeah. Jermaine Clement. Yes. Yes. Because oh. he said he couldn't do the whole thing or oh. something. Right. But at the end of the season, he was who Shadow King had possessed by yeah. that point. Well, that's great. I, I'd love more of that. Um, so that's a lot of television. Did we miss anything? I think that's it. Good enough. I think that covers most of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we do want to take this moment to point out, if you have never been on the social media looking for us, we are all over there. Uh, if you go to flameonshow.com, you can find all of our little chicklets. We're very active on Facebook and Twitter. The gum? Sure. Okay. Okay. That works. Uh, we, we have a somewhat uh, other, other, other various social media outlets. They're all there, but uh, Twitter and Facebook are your best bet. Uh, flameonshow.com. And while you're there, if you want to leave us a little review... We love seeing how you how you think and how you feel about us. You can go over to iTunes or Google Play like or SoundCloud or, or, or even just the star rating. We'll S- take we'll take just the actually, a rating. Yes. The star rating is easy. You just click and you're good. Yeah, every because time that'll, it, that'll help uh, other people who have not heard the show before get to know about us because we may pop up as a recommendation. Help us do SEO uh, and and give us a few stars. Um, Finally, Patreon.com. This is not a free effort. I mean, we don't get paid, but we get a little money. Keeps us going. If you go over to Patreon.com slash Nerdy Show, you can show us some love, donate some dollars. We are still going to do the drag queen uh, naming. I have at least one person besides Ron. Haha, ha, still going to happen. Oh. Uh, who has uh, basically said he wants it. It's so, not you uh, secretly just like registering on a different account, is it? No, no, no. no. Okay. I, I've met this other person. <laughs> but no, uh, if you go over there and you donate or just say, hey, we love Flame On if you're already a donor, we will give you a drag name and your first number. So it's sort of a Insta drag kit we're providing. We're not going to give you the makeup. We're not going to give you the outfits. But we'll get you at least started with some of the, the branding uh, to help out. We might send you a roll of duct tape. And if, you, and if you make it on RuPaul's Drag Race, you have to give a shout out to us. Oh, and yeah. one more plug, and then I swear we're going to move on. If you are a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, immediately before this, we had a great episode interview with Ginger Minge. I know Eric and Pat, you guys were doing that. Uh, talking a lot about what she's been up to since the last time when she All-Stars 2. 
Yep. That was the last thing. Mm-hmm. And then well, um, we just talked a lot in general. And you just you yeah. Hours. I was surprised though. It was it was only like forty five minutes of her life, and then the <laughs> the rest yeah. of the two hour plus episode was uh was us just talking about randomness and All Stars three. Yeah, because it was like let's talk about this person in stories about interacting with that person. So it was great. Like if you if you're interested to kind of hear how these queens interact uh, behind the scenes and and um. There was actually a whole big conversation about the the supposed feud between uh, Trixie and Ginger over Katya. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, there's a whole there's a whole big conversation about that, and 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 it was it was some really good conversation about it. And we talked about the All Stars three cast. So, and speaking of All Stars three, if you are a fan of the RuPaul Drag Race, you are going to watch All Stars three in a timely manner. You can participate with us. We are working with a friend of ours to help build this little drag race fantasy football league kind of thing. Uh, it's actually called Drag Beat. If you go on Facebook and look up Drag Beat, uh, you'll find the group. Or if you go to dragbeat.com, you can get right to the Facebook group. Uh, you uh, just have to join and fill out a quick little Google application, and you can do our fantasy draft picks for Drag Race All-Stars uh, Season 3. Uh, we are As soon as this episode comes out, you basically have a few days to register and sign up, and we'll get you in the system. And then every week, we'll announce who the winners are, put up the leaderboard, show who's winning. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, so check it out. When's the cutoff for registration? I don't think we're cutting off registration. It's just going to be, if you don't get in for the first week, the points, it's going to be hard to win the overall and there's no prize. It's totally for entertainment purposes. We're obviously not affiliated with World of Wonder, MTV, yada, 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 all that disclaimer. But uh, it, it is good bragging rights. And if you don't care about the points, you just want to have fun, you can register whenever you want and we'll, we'll bring you in. Could do like winner gets like a shout out on the show. Well, yeah, we might do something like that, but uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, a friend of mine, Brandon, has been doing this uh, with Google Spreadsheets for a while. And so this is now actually just a little web application uh, that's going to be cool. We're actually sort of beta testing it, so don't try it. I mean, you can try it on your phone. It probably won't work great, but maybe for uh, Season 10, we'll have the kinks worked out. Um, drag race, uh, dragbeat.com, and then uh, you can get everything from there. Hey, everybody. Pat here with a quick Deadpool-esque break the fourth wall moment. Brian made just one little mistake with that website. It's not dragbeat.com. It's dragracebeat.com. D-R-A-G. R-A-C-E-B-E-A-T dot com. DragRaceBeat dot com. Go check it out. Okay, comics. Uh, oh, games. We skipped games, and I know we, we sometimes do, but I have a game to talk about, so I'm going to just throw oh, this out Lord. there. Oh, Lord. I have a whole bunch of games to talk well, about. Well, then there we go. Oh, we didn't, and the Nintendo Direct. So, The Witness. Who's played The Witness? Nobody in this w- room. What's The Witness? The Witness. Uh, do you guys remember Mist? Oh, God. Yes. Oh, fuck okay. that game. Oh, God. So here's the thing. Fuck the it's Who like... remembers Loom? Yes. I no. love Loom. No. Can I... we play interesting games, not boring as shit games? Here's the thing. <laughs> yes, Mist, sir. The Mist was an immersive sort of puzzle boring. game with boring. very nice, rich atmosphere. And boring. Walk I liked around. the book of Mist. Extra boring. I enjoy this game to no end. Boring. But The Witness is a not, it's not related. It's a different boring. developer. It's the guy who did Braid. Okay. So okay. Now you have my attention. A very uh, intelligent game developer, and he has tried to reinvent that genre with a puzzle game uh, called The Witness. It's on Steam. It's on mobile platforms, I guess. 
And at its heart, other than exploring this giant island of mysteries, are these puzzles. And what's really cool about the puzzles is you don't have any a priori knowledge of how to solve the puzzles. They don't do any kind of explanation. You just look at a panel and figure out how to make it basically light up. Okay. And so they, they just make it, they throw you into the midst of there's no story. There's just like you're on this thing. N- yep. Figure it out. You're you're dropped in. It's it's kind of like Stanley Parable, but with no narration, and that you're just dropped in, and then you have to kind of figure out what the hell the rules are and what you're doing. Okay. And I'll be honest, I'm maybe like a couple hours in. I've solved a, bo- a bunch of puzzles, and they're 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 frustrating at sometimes, but I still have no idea really what I'm doing other than I've like. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've made a thing glow on the island that makes me think, oh, there's more of these things. That's what hmm. it pro- propels you on. Friends at work have told me this game gets really sort of meta commentary, kind of kind of cool on gaming and storytelling and some other neat stuff. And there's some like next level awareness thing that you hit that makes your mind explode. So I'm excited about that. And it's called The Witness. And if it's still on sale on Steam, it was like 15 bucks. Okay. Just down oh. from like 40 bucks. So yeah, I highly recommend checking out. The graphics are gorgeous. Like I said, they have it on the mobile devices. It's, it's good. Uh, I guess Nintendo. Well, we had the CES this week. Right? CES has been going on this week. Was that yeah. why Nintendo yep. was doing a bunch of stuff? A little, yeah. I mean, was it? I mean, was it supposed to we're coincide, just, or was it just like they're just doing their? I, th- Nintendo I think they direct. were just, just doing. Time. They just dropped like a, a quickie mini direct. Okay, yeah. uh, so I didn't watch on, it. On I watched YouTube. the beginning of it, and I kind of just stopped. What, what, what's the What's the excitement with Nintendo right now? All right, so there's a lot of ports coming over. Um. So I'm 90% sure at this point they're going to kill the DS. So hold tight to your DS, people. Give it a kiss. It'll and be then, worth a lot of money. So and then, mean, yeah, they'll either be worth a lot of money or you trade that shit in for store credit I right mean, now. Nintendo has proven time and time again they can't really do multiple things. And then once the Switch came out as a portable system, it was like, oh, yeah, their portable market's pretty much going to be replaced. Exactly. So they've got a uh, DS port, um, The World Ends With You, um, coming out called the uh, World Ends With You Final Remix. Um, they've extended it. They've upped some um, combat stuff for it. It's pretty much a 2D RPG version of um, Double Dragons. Um, cute game. I've played it a little bit. I didn't play it all the way through. Um, you've got 
DLC, multiplayer DLC coming out for Mario Odyssey. You've got DLC. Which, honestly, is yeah. a little bit bullshit. It's a little bit weird. Is Luigi's balloon chase or whatever. And it's like, you've given me nothing. Because well, I mean, it's Luigi, so I already that's assumed fine, it was fine. But like, going if you're gonna to put Luigi in the game, like, <laughs> let me be Luigi, right. or like, do something yeah. like that. I get to go run somewhere in 30 seconds and hide a balloon, or I've got to go find a balloon. There are three new costumes coming, so hey, I mean, <laughs> you get to dress them up a little bit more. But uh, if you're gonna give me DLC for Mario Odyssey, give me something more that's gonna make me want to play more, more in the Mario world. Odyssey, yeah. Like honestly, Breath of the Wild, the the second DLC, the first one was, because eh, honestly, the Master Trials. It's a bitch. Like, you need to be really, like, you need to have a certain mindset of how you play it in order to be able to do it. Uh The second set of DLC, really fucking good. Um, I've never been a defensive player in any of those games because, I mean, it's Zelda. You go in and you fucking just start slashing shit and eventually something happens. You need to, like, you, you get the one hit obliterator. You get knocked down to half a heart. And your weapon will take out an enemy in one hit, and you get three hits before it um, before it recharges, and it takes like five minutes to recharge. But you also die in one hit. Yep. So like a choo choo, fucking pops out of the ground and like knocks into you, and you're dead. And then you have to start this whole thing over <laughs> again. And it like it really it made me want to go back and play Breath of the Wild again. So for Odyssey, I'm down to like five or six stars that I probably will never get. I probably will never get all there's a couple of extra things for 100% completion um which as is not 999 moons. Yeah. It's like 800 and some odd moons. Um but like if you're going to do more of that, like I I was really kind of sad about that. Although I'll I'll kind of jump in with this into this with you also cuz the only other thing that really excited me was um Hyrule was it Hyrule Warriors? Hyrule Heroes? Yeah, it's Hyrule so, Warriors. So it's 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 Hyrule Warriors, which but it's all of the DLC from the Wii U. It's everything. It's everything from the Wii U and everything from the DS game yes. as well. All in one, plus new Breath of the Wild outfits. Yep. So I mean, I played a little bit of uh, uh, of it on the Wii on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this will actually entice me to want to play it on the Switch. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that, and then they have a complete port of Dark Souls coming. Um, I thought that was a little interesting, and then um, uh, Bayonetta one, two, and they announced Bayonetta three. So I've been wanting to play Bayonetta two, but then all the other systems fucked me over, and we're like, mm, nah, we're not going to help you produce it. So Nintendo got the rights to Bayonetta. On the Wii U. On the Wii U, and I was like, it's not enough <sighs> to make me buy a Wii U, but I really wish it was, and now I'm going to get all three Bayonetta games on one system, so I'm beyond excited about that. Yeah, uh, I was excited about the Darkest Dungeon port they're going to do on the Switch, because I never played that on PC, but I heard that was a really good, uh, what was the term? Uh, something light. Uh, roguelike. Uh, roguelike uh, RPG, where it's basically like all procedural generated dungeons so you don't know going in how hard it's going to be and i heard darkest dungeon was kind of like the dark souls of like a 2d uh yep uh turn-based combat game uh so i want to try that 
Uh, I've been playing Puzzle Fighter on oh, mobile nonstop. Yeah, me too. I've, I've gotten more people into the cult of Puzzle Fighter. What, uh, what uh, arena? What what gem? What what metal? I'm a silver. I'm ultra silver, and okay. I'm probably gonna die at ultra silver because yeah. Well, actually, uh, they're they're Some constantly hard... tweaking okay the certain characters, but. And it just makes me miss certain parts of the old game. I wish yes. I could go back and play the old game. Yeah, seriously. But it, it, it's something. Hey, I, I can't complain too much. I'm playing fucking Puzzle Fighter on my phone. No, I know. I, I think about that every time <laughs> I, I join in and get my ass kicked by some little who knows who. But um, it you is. Just, you just think back to the days of like playing Puzzle Fighter on like PlayStation 1. Yeah. Or in the arcade. Or in the arcade at yep. uh, Wackadoos. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Locos. Or whatever it was. Uh, so I tried an MMO on there on the phone. Have you ever played Celtic Heroes? No, absolutely not. No. Why it's, would you do that? To I yourself? can't even look at it's you right now. It's Kind of amusing to me. Well, no. Here's the thing. For I, I've never played an MMO on a phone. Okay, this is the first MMO I've played on a mobile device. I was curious, and it's kind of funny because this weekend we were at the Scottish Highland Games, so. There are certain, was the like, developer of that game there? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Download my game, Celtic Heroes. No, but it was like kind of walking around. You're like, I feel like this guy should be glowing because he has a quest for me. <laughs> you know, like just some of the weird. Anyway. Nope, nope. Turns out just drunk. Just really <laughs> drunk. Yeah. That's why he's glowing. Uh, I will say Celtic Heroes is not a bad MMO for a phone based. Like, I, have you guys ever played an MMO on a phone? No. No. It's no. not the worst thing. Like we get... love ourselves. Brian. Listen, okay, but okay. When I think of an MMO, <laughs> I think of the typical experience of a third person. Yeah. you're walking around. That's what it is. But then, is it like analog controls, yeah. like on a touchscreen? Yeah, that's that what sounds... exactly what it is. Uh... It's not... Okay, let me put it this way: it's better than you think it would be, and it's not perfect. And right now, the story is pretty basic. But I'm trying it. Okay. Give it a shot, you know. Okay. It's it's a little bit older too. I was I had never heard of it, so uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're if you're liking it, like like Final Fantasy, okay, I play that at night on my computer. I can't play it on my phone. If you want a little MMO action during the day, though, something like this might be you know, good for you. All your all your extra job, and you know you Listen, can't you can't get onto your. You can, you can do it in the bathroom if you need if to you're, we'll take a little break. If you're obsessed with MMOs and you need that quick fix, exactly. Hey, That's bathroom exactly break it. is just long enough for a puzzle fighter fight. It's true until. Like, <laughs> puzzle fighter and you're sitting there in the stall and you're like oh shit sorry. <laughs> uh anyway that's happened so comics i know a lot of us actually how many of us read two you and me that's it uh, bj do you still read oh yeah okay. i got a ton so we're gonna do another episode a little more deeper dive with oral yes yeah whenever we can wrestle him away from a comic shop your number one nerd destination um, where you can probably see him crying in a corner oh but we did want to at least give some honorable mentions out, some books that have uh, given us some uh, enjoyment lately. Um, Giving I, us life! That's a whole other thing. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> I will start with an indie book that I do not read, and it really is kind of a you know, indie in the sense it's not from Marvel or DC, but Power Rangers. Mm. I'm not reading it. Yeah, so so there's two Power Ranger books. There's Go Go Power Rangers, um, which has a significant. where they're all dancers deal. in a bar? Go, a little go, bit. Okay. <laughs> There, the, it, Tommy has the best moves. If you like, so if I was you, always a Jason man myself. So hmm. he didn't age I as still well. Though. Uh, he's still hot as fuck. All right, I see some pictures. It looked like he chubbed up a bit. Oh uh, yeah, do you uh, not know the audience you were talking to at this table? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, he probably looked better skinny. It, no, no, mm. no. And now he's no, bearded ma'am. too. Oh yes, he's bearded. Come on, Austin. Something juicy. Um, yes. So the. The uh, Power Rangers comics they they recently wrapped up an arc where like there was an alternate 
version of Tommy that embraced Rita and took over the world and everything. So it, it went like really dark. And then they started a new arc where they went even darker and showed that because Zordon said there's been other Power Rangers before. He said in the show, there's, but he never expounded on it. Well, there was a previous team before this set of teenagers in like the 80s. And they had an emergency mission they had to go on before they actually trained. And all of them except one died. Hmm. And she has now started a sort of secret. Like they've built... Secret plan. <laughs> she, she has pretty much she built... She started the Yiga clan? Oh. oh, do you have to drop bananas? Absolutely. Not. Does she get really, really fat? No. Just Does like she the become head. Rita Repulsa? No. Are they going with the movie? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> no. Does she have an obsession with Krispy Kreme donuts for some reason? <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Um, and but, jewelry? Uh, she likes Goldar. Give, oh. give me gold. Um, but it's it's neat because it um because she was the Red Ranger. And her entire team and essentially best friends all die. How is this not the plot to the Power Rangers movie? <laughs> What's that? How is this not the plot to the Power Rangers movie? Loosely inspired by events from the, com- uh, the movie. Um, but she has gone off and created kind of a, um, kind of like a UN sanctioned anti Rita alien force. Force. Okay. Um, they're not other Rangers, and she wants to work with the Power Rangers. And the latest issue they're having is that Rita has disbanded all of her men. She is kind of somewhere just kind of plotting herself. But in meanwhile, we have Finster has stepped forward as the new main villain and has created new uh, monsters that can now disguise themselves as humans. Okay, so when does Ivan Ooze show up? <laughs> Did one of those monsters run for president? I mean... Uh, one, by the way. He won. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Successfully on his first try. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, the a very stable genius. We yeah, are stable. in the darkest timeline. So that sounds really. I don't. I don't know Power Rangers. Does that does that sound interesting? Is that good? It sounds interesting. Like I'm sure. Kind of like I mean, what was it? They made the GI Joe comic book like a yeah. few, like seven years ago. That They're was actually ongoing. yeah, right. But like that was oh, like yeah, yeah, it was good. The beginnings of like, wow, this guy should be a good comic book, and it's a GI Joe. Uh, so yeah, I, I believe that Power Rangers could be a very viable comic book. Just as much. I, from what I understand from the sales, it is actually doing very well. So I don't think it's going to go away. But I, you know, I, I don't have the basis of. I, I didn't. Well, you, you were the Power Rangers fan, and I, I was. Was a little older. Just went. Oh, let's say men in suits, and I don't care. I was on the like outer edge of like being old enough to be like, yeah, this is a little young for me. But it was just at that right point. Like I think like I only lasted a couple seasons in, and was like, uh, all right, moving on. Yeah. Once they started swapping out the cast. I, I got through much... two movies, and then I think I was out. Oh, no, I didn't even make it to Turbo. I didn't make it to Turbo. I totally made it to Turbo. Ugh, heard that was bad. So there are other indie books, but like I said, when Oral and I sit down, we'll go through and do some deep dive on some some uh, more uh, out there books that are catching our attention. But DC is doing some really good stuff right now. I only am going to talk about two, but they are two that are probably my favorites every week they come out. I immediately read them, and I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to actually throw a third in there. Uh, two of them are by Tom These King. These two are amazing. <laughs> I'll throw a third in. Well, I forgot about the other one. <laughs> All right, one there's, more, there's I promise. Two... Okay, fine. Is the third one Snagglepuss? You convinced me. Oh, my Eight God. In. I don't want to talk about that yet. I want to say <laughs> Snagglepuss for Oral because I need to unpack it with him and I need to read it again. There is a dirty joke in there somewhere. I'm sure there is. And I will have it ready by the micro set. Okay, you know, good. I need to unpack my Snagglepusses like oh. every day. Mm. So let's start with Tom King. Got to tear him open. The wow, the writer of uh, uh, 
the Vision series that was really good. Oh, Tom King. He has been doing some amazing work on Batman. Uh, there is nice. a specific issue that I really love. It was the annual number two for Batman that is date uh, not date night. It's uh oh god, it's it's basically the alternate future, possible future of Batman and Catwoman. Yep. And sort of wraps their story, which is they're quite still, lovely. They're still engaged, right? They're still engaged, and this yep. is sort of a just fast forward to the end of their kind of time together, and it's beautiful. It's really good. Okay. But also Date Night, which was a two issue little mini story, or or is it no Super Friends? And uh, Date Night was the name of the annual. Super Friends is Batman and Catwoman going on a double date with uh, Superman and Lois Lane. Interesting. It is actually probably one of the coolest little sort of world's finest-ish. Very does, adorable. Does everybody know everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way you could probably do that. Well, right. And they're not out in their outfits at first, and there's other things. And, you know, it doesn't go... <laughs> Poor Which Lois. Is super awkward, because Lois is the only one who doesn't have a secret identity. Like, it's true. She, but then on top of well, that... she has had one over the years. Well, like, I mean, that's fine. Different ones. Um, but how does the rest of the world not, like, piece of all of that shit together? Like, yeah. Lois, Clark Kent... Wait, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne and I mean, it's it's yeah, it's a conceit. You have to go. Okay, but uh, it's been really good, and the new Batman stuff that's coming is also going to be pretty awesome. The other Tom King book that I really love, and probably more even than Batman, is Mister Miracle. And I know I've talked about this a hundred times over, but I will tell you the most recent issue that I did rave about was it was Episode Five. That was the one where uh mr miracle thought he was dying or going to be you know executed so he kind of was making his peace with the world and having one beautiful last day and there's a sexy stuff with barda and all of it's great but they gotta get past that and life moves on and then this uh issue episode uh, issue six is one long continuous fight on i believe new genesis to get to uh orion and during the whole fight all they're doing is arguing about redoing the apartment that they're in it's this long huh. marital discussion argument, and then there's a revelation about what they're really talking about, which is interesting. And then there's the real big revelation, which I'm not going to spoil here, but in the last page, you're like, oh, shit. Let me so, guess, she's pregnant. You'll have to yeah, read it find go. out. There you go. There's only one reason why you get in that heavy <laughs> well, discussion about redoing the apartment. It's because you want to make a you, nursery. There you go. That that could uh, be it. That's hetero couple 101. There you go. <laughs> or the Ew. conversation goes far enough and you're like, oh, you're already pregnant. Fuck. <laughs> so it's good. It's real good. You, you're you not reading this, are you? Uh, do I read comics? I need to give you these issues. You're going you're gonna to like it. Uh, is it on your comicsology subscription? No, I don't have digital for this for some weird reason. Uh, I know. So the other one I wanted to mention, I just thought of, they did bring back the uh, Watchmen stuff, the uh, Doomsday Clock, uh, and the second issue came out. And I will tell you that even though it's still pretty rooted in the Watchmen world, they do finally really properly bleed into the DC universe in this. So and they're still trying to make Dr. Manhattan as like the ultimate bad guy? No, no, that's not what they're doing. So the Watchmen people, Ozymandias, uh, a character who is... Being, um, what's his name? Um, Rorschach? Rorschach, yeah. So there's a new Rorschach, basically. Because the old one's still blown up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and then there's the the mime and the mimic, or the mime and somebody. I don't know. I gotta. They're based on Punch and Judy. Uh, they're Charlton characters, but they're repurposed. Anyway, okay. they're there as well on 
DC's, you know, in DC's universe, trying to find Doctor Manhattan so that they can have him come back to their world and set things right. So this is interesting. So they're basically taking the Watchmen as they were at the end of the book. They jump forward like seven years or something, right? But they're not like trying to retcon like Rorschach being back no, or no, like no. the comedian being back. Correct. Right? Well, people that were. No, uh, 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 there's a thing with a comedian. Yeah, uh, okay. So they're not. I don't know what they're retconning or it's just a whatever, but it is interesting. Jeff Johns is doing his best to be faithful to the Watchmen books, sort of continue the tradition, blend it into DC, and probably tell some kind of bigger story. So it is kind of good. And not have Alan Moore show up on his doorstep, well, basically. <laughs> Alan Moore is like shuffled off to some other plane at this point. Leaving a flaming bag of Alan Moore shit on his, his snake god his snake puppet god something just, like that know, bite him something. anyway uh, it's those, those are probably the, if you're going to pick three books out of DC right now to read those are the ones that I at least am enjoying now Marvel Marvel's been doing some things I don't know as much about because I'm not caught up that's why I put <laughs> some extra ones in here because I figured when we all sit down and do a deep dive on comics you guys will take up more time with DC and the, uh, why are you the independent that? scene it's like Marvel's not doing good stuff uh, Marvel is doing some good stuff. They're doing some really good stuff. W- when does the CB Sabolsky stuff start? I don't like, know. when does the era of CB and like, Ron Richards a- and the end of wait, Ron's over there now? Yep. So he went from Image and then yep. wrapped that up, and now he went it's over to. He took a like a, know, about a year in between, probably had an NDA, and then worked for Marvel now. As what? Same same roles? No, like a media it's like rep? digital digital sales or something. Okay. No, it's it's digital media marketing digital media or something marketing, like that. Yeah. So it's kind of similar to what he was doing in him, but she was doing like a media yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, Sabolsky, I don't know. He's the new editor, not editor in chief. Is he editor in chief? Yeah, he's the new ESC. Yes, uh, uh, yeah, he's taken over. So. But like, you know, like they have their whole creative summit, and that's kind of like the beginning. So I wonder like when the the storyline and plots of like Alonzo's era come to an end and when CB stuff starts. in the next few up. months. It may even time out with the way it, when Bendis is leaving. What you'll really know is the new Sabolsky era is when we have a new writer who comes forward who is uh, from Japan. And it's taken all, all of the new the books. That's, you mean, that's when you'll know. Will it be a better name than what CB's original uh, <laughs> I don't know. name terrible. was? That's, that's such a dumb joke, but I do, it made me laugh. So. so, yes, there's a lot of stuff going on that is sort of wrapping up, I think, some of the stuff uh, with the X-Men, re- redoing new things with the X-Men. I mean... Well, it's it'll be interesting to see because X-Men Blue, uh, there, is a, there is some possible chatter that uh, X-Men Blue is going to end... It and, makes sense in some uh, ways. This cross time caper storyline is starting to reach its probably within the next couple issues uh, some sort of conclusion because the big reveal in the newest issue is remember when they went back in time and saw themselves? Yeah, they've gone back to that, and that's what this whole thing is. Oh, uh huh. So, really? so they're undoing that whole idea that they can't leave or they can't. That, yeah, that. Well, because they finally, after hopping to do a couple of different periods of time, where they've basically been this like vilified entity, um, like I'd mentioned in the last uh, time we were here, where they had this big like the founders statue and they'd taken over a company and basically like the the Days of Future Past timeline was because of them. Um, yeah, they finally made their way back to their time and found the X-Men who had killed Quicksilver and possibly Scarlet Witch during like the big first battle with the Brotherhood with Magneto, mm-hmm. which was the point in time where Magneto gets killed. Um, so they go back to the X-Mansion 
And surprise, guess who's back? The Future Brotherhood with Zorna and the oh. crazy Ice Hulk and oh. like all of those people from um, Battle Battle of the Atom. Yep. Uh-huh. They slipped into that place because it was vacant and oh. took over those roles. All right. And like sh- shapeshifted or appeared as oh. Xavier and the original five. And that's <laughs> why... All this stuff is being fucked up is because they're now so that they're not they're still missing from their original time. Uh-huh. They were just being replaced at that point. So it wouldn't surprise me. It's actually been a really kind of fun story. Um, having the one offs where they've been in different time periods and with different teams was really kind of interesting and intriguing. And uh, it'll be it'll be kind of fun to see how they end it and if that means that they're going to put them back in their place and and leave them be. Um, which will, I'm sure, be interesting when Jean Grey is dead or alive. I'm not quite sure. Like, how is that? Like, like once they're back where they're supposed to be, assuming they retain all the knowledge they've gained, how is that going to affect the current timeline? Well, that, and I mean, Angel has fire wings. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a whole weird thing that they'd have they to kind of... fuck this situation. Yeah. And I mean, technically, Jean Grey's, the young Jean Grey is dead right now, although she's part of this cross-time caper, so... She's the Schrodinger, Schrodinger's Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, depending, <laughs> on, depending on what book you're reading, she's either dead or alive. Right. Um, Speaking of Phoenix Resurrection... Right. It's been... Honestly, it's so much fan service. It is. But it it's is. kind of adorable at the same point. Um, and I, I, it, it kind of kicked me in a little bit when... The first issue came out and everybody's like, she's alive. And they brought back this person and this person. How are all these people alive? And I'm like, do y'all not realize she's not alive? Like, every person that she's interacting with is dead. Is dead, yeah. Her parents, Annie, who is the her childhood friend who, when she manifested her power, she's the one that got hit, got hit by the car. Um, they've had multiple men in there. Scott. Uh, Scott. Scott was the big thing at the Scott. end. Uh, then they went a step further, and they have like a different version of Magneto yes. in the and he keeps town yes, too. flicking in and out of both. Yeah, he, yeah, he flickered in and out. But the thing is, like, I can see them being able to explain that being the actual Magneto, because in X Men Blue, he dies. Like he kind of because the timeline is being fucked with. Uh huh. He disappears from existence. So I can see that being like I could see the conceit no. crossing over. I want clone Joseph. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Oh. Long-haired clone young Magneto. Oh man. Yes. Um I loved when she was talking to Jamie and she's like, "It seems like you're in 10 places at once." I was like, "Oh, come, <laughs> on. It's like, come <laughs> on, dialogue." Like, oh. uh, and then if you have caught up with uh with episode 3 cuz I think this is the one week they take off and then they're going to come back with two more issues. Um Gateway makes an appearance. Oh. Yep. Logan is in there. It was, like, as, it was Patch. As Patch. Yeah. It was like, what, his mechanic? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I was like, oh, come on. It's so, it's so like, her history. And, like, it, it, it just, it may not be, the first three issues may not be, like, oh, my God, setting the world ablaze and, like, amazingness. But for Phoenix fans, for Jean Grey fans, this, like, series so far has been fantastic the build like, the build is is really good for it like and now the phoenix is there she's like uh, yeah we need to talk this is all phoenix foreplay at this point really mm-hmm. pretty much it yeah is. that's actually i like that so the, so we have three issues we're three issues in they take a week off then we get the last two and jean gray 11 
will be the end of Jean Grey's solo series with Hopeless writing it. Hopeless is doing a great job and apparently has a a top secret project that he's working with with Marvel that's yet to be announced. I'm excited to see what he does with it. Um, And then we'll get X-Men Red, which apparently the... uh, the advanced copy has already gone out to retailers because someone we may or may not know may or may not have read it and posted about it in Jean Grey group. <laughs> He's like, so I'm about to read X-Men Red number one. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> but he said that from what I from I don't want to be spoiled. Uh, but from what he said, he, he said it was a really good story. And it, uh, it makes sense as to why she's back and why this book exists. So we'll see how that goes. So they also brought another big uh, 90s and previous eras uh, character back in um, Guardians. They brought back Adam Warlock. Yep. Again. Again. Yeah, yeah, again. again. They had him back in the DNA stuff. No, yeah, no. He's not been gone that long. But yeah, they brought him back and they ended the series. Yeah. Uh, And they also announced Guardians Volume 3. The movie will be out in 2020. Uh Oh. That was like in the last day or two. That's interesting. So they officially, uh, yeah. So So it's not bad. I actually want to go back and read this whole run because the art's great. And the story's been really good. Uh, and they're going to go right into kind of like another Infinity Watch Guardian gems Because well, they've started dispersing the gems and they're all the gems are going to be the on rocks. Earth. Are they called yeah. gems? They're not gems. No, they're the Stones. Infinity so, Stones. Infinity one Stones, the size yeah. of a fucking mountain. Yeah. So, well, one of them is. I don't think they all are. Right. No. Like the Power Stone is but like, the power, yeah, it's like they, a They've massive. changed all of this stuff and... Because the, they haven't they haven't been around since Secret War, right? They like they all dispersed or they all disappeared. Ben out just of existence. had something with the gauntlet, maybe at one point. Oh, but yeah, Secret War. Yeah, I think, I think Secret so. War yeah. was like the last time you had seen any That's Infinity right. Stones. But uh, now Logan has one. A, a Super Star- Scroll has one. Star Lord has one. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel. Like they they told you now who possesses all six. So it's a matter of it's the. Uh, I'm going to assume Warlock has one. Probably no, but I no? think that's the whole point is that he's going to eventually get the the Soul I mean, Stone he, again. Yeah, you have to. I mean, Adam Warlock. Yeah, exactly. But it's going to be with the Infinity Infinity Quest. I think is what's coming out. There's the uh, countdown to Infinity Quest. It was supposed to keep going with Guardians of the Galaxy 151, and then they canceled that and put this new Infinity. Well, because 151 was just way too alcoholic. It was getting really potent. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's good for cooking, but it's that's delightful. It. It's delightful in punch. <laughs> uh I heard they're also bringing back Exiles. Yes. With oh, a bunch of random yeah. like uh old bizarre old uh Miss Marvel. Uh Nick Fury, old Nick Fury yeah, is going to be the, like the, the guy the putting nameless, the team together. Yeah, however he ended up after uh the whole what was the storyline where he shot the watcher? Oh, uh Original Sin. Original Sin. Yeah. Um yeah, that's coming. I'm kind of like okay. I With weird know. little like cartoon oh, Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like the most bizarre. Like I don't care about any other Scotty, character, but uh, it's like the most bizarre uh, thing. It's, like, it's this tiny little like Scotty Young's uh It's like Bat Mike Wolverine. Wolverine. No. It's similar to that, but it's like no. it's not as cute. Oh, okay. And of course Blank. And Blank. Uh, Blank yeah. has yeah, nothing yeah. else to do besides be on the X Files. But, uh, uh, but it's sexy Blink with her booby top. Of course it is. It's always sexy Blink. Have um, you seen her Age of Apocalypse? Well, Tiny no, outfit. but they, they completely revamped her costume in Cable uh, 151, I think it was. It's always 151, man. It's either 150 or 151, but <laughs> she's playing a whole thing with their... What is that again? Bacardi? That's what it was. It, the, the I can remember. I knew it was something. 151 this. proof? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I trust no, me. Oh, oh. I've had that many times. Now. It's delicious. Rogue and Gambit have a, a mini series, which the first issue was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. I heard mixed things. So. I thought it was cute. I thought it, I I enjoyed it. 
It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm fine with these little five issue, you know, limited series because they're not going to support sales for, you know, a hundred issues. So yeah. and I wonder yeah. what's the better method for them business wise to like to not announce on the outset that it's a mini series or a limited series and to just say, hey, it's a new series and then wrap it or to be like, no, this is a limited run. And then everybody will just be like, oh, I'll just wait for the trade to come out when it's done. Well, I think if you if you announce that it's a limited, you either are going to have the people that are going to wait for a trade no matter what, or uh-huh. you potentially have the the ability to get really good sales and then say, you know what, we can do another run for this, and we can, you know, I would rather them have an endpoint and then have to ex- and then do another storyline right. and extend rather than say, okay, we're going to do this and then all of a sudden go, uh, you know what, we're canceling it and maybe not be able to get to a, a good conclusion thankfully books like Iceman, he's got is cena has enough time that he knows two more issues no two uh, yeah three. two more issues okay. uh because it ends in march you know he'll have time to wrap up what he's working on so yeah yeah it, uh, they're, they're doing a bunch of little five issue legions getting a five issue rogan gambit so it's it's nice to have a couple a story with these two and we'll see how it goes Oh, and real quick, one other thing I want to mention in Marvel, Astonishing X-Men. That was ra- good. They wrapped up Life of X. That was really good. Which was really good, which you caught up on. Um, The one I, well, I mean, we're spoiling stuff. The last issue I read was where Xavier reveals that he's in the body of Phantom X. Yes, that's the end of Life of X. That was the last issue. Yep. He's back. Yes. Yep. So well, they, they had this whole thing on the astral plane. It was Xavier versus uh, the Shadow, Shadow King. King. And he, they had been doing this whole like back and forth, and he ends up having the X Men, you know, uh, the astonishing X Men team. So it's Phantom X, um, Rogue, Gambit, Mystique, Old Man Logan, and I feel like there's a sixth person that went in Archangel, there. Archangel, Angel, Bishop. I think Archangel, Bishop, and Psylocke were all outside. So it might have just been the five of them because it was two, two, and one. So it was five. And then at the end of it, <laughs> Basically, everybody kind of goes back to the to the real to the physical realm, and there's this whole conversation that goes on in, in dialogue boxes. So you're not quite sure who's being talked about or talked to, and it's this whole thing of like Phantom X basically saying that it's it's his time to actually be able to be a hero to to not have to like be you know whatever. And then it's Xavier takes over his body, so now we have this bald dude in a phantom x outfit that's like i'm xavier but call me x yeah yeah and now, and now we're in the second yep. story, the so, second storyline where he may not be as benevolent and you know good as possible xavier because does he, does he still have his his psychic powers because i wonder like that can't be personality based like I would imagine, when he takes over the body of Phantom X, he has Phantom X's powers instead of Xavier's. I own. believe so. I think you're right. He's doing a lot of things that nobody really can quite understand. He hmm. managed to like there was this crazy like brain boggling like dust, and he just kind of balled it up into a a little green ball and like was getting it out of London. Like he's doing lots of shit that's just kind of like. That was you're n- sure that you're was Xavier. It's like that was neither person's power. Yeah, right? yeah. That's mm-hmm. it's a whole other. So game. this is the new the new story. That yeah, this is because uh, you had Life of X, 
and now it's a man called X is the I really, second storyline. I will line. say of all the X books, this is the one I'm most interested in. Hmm. It's just something very it feels it feels like a throwback to the Uncanny X Force slash Morrison's X Men with better writing than I think all all the other X books have. So really. Soul is Soul's doing a great Soul's job. Soul's doing a good job. Like so at the end of this, he's gonna put on a weird metal helmet and call himself Zorn. Probably. <laughs> oh. the, the origin of Zorn, yeah. <laughs> a man called Zorn. But X. to kick it off, they've now brought back Proteus. Oh. Interesting. That's wow. so in all of this like chaos and all of that, it's it, dealing with the Shadow King, because now the Shadow King is dead. Um this whole like big green sun and like it just yeah, it's this whole X-Men crazy fucked up thing. It's yeah. great. It's, yeah. Astonishing has been really, really good. Is there any other Marvel books you want to mention? Thanos, maybe? I do want to talk about Thanos only because um, this current run is called Thanos Wins. And he ends up getting um, basically kidnapped by a ghost rider. Ghost and- rider? <laughs> Word. No. Ghost writer? Uh- no, yes. he gets kidnapped. His his plot gets kidnapped by a ghost writer. Oh. No, um, but this ghost writer is from the future. Oh, is it is a ghost writer from Guardians of the Galaxy original? No, no. Oh, it should have been. It's, yes, it is a sassy ass, loudmouth ghost writer who has a piece of the time stone and takes him into the future. He is basically the herald of Thanos. And huh. takes kidnaps Thanos in current time, quote unquote current time, and takes him to the far future where Thanos is one. Huh. And basically, and then and then we get to find out that what Thanos' real name is. Yeah, I heard that's dumb though. It Dion. was Dion. <laughs> Which if you named, yeah, you'd go with Thanos. Too. But but the funny part is that like it just it was the only reason it was done was so was because if you were in the like if you if nobody but you like the Doctor. It's like the name of the doctor. If if nobody else, if if you were going to prove to yourself in that your far future self was going to, you're going to do that. Say that oh, one thing. Got it. That you know. Yep. That only you know. Okay. And that was that's was calling him his real name yeah. or what his uh, what his intended name was. That's, that's kind of funny then. Okay. So I th- yeah, I think I think my 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 story for Thanos had a hard stop at the end of Annihilation. Yeah. Like that was when my Thanos died. And everything after that has not been my. You mean Thanos. you haven't read? You haven't read any of the new Jim Starlin Thanos that he's now walking away from? No, I haven't. This this awful. Thanos book has been really good. Uh, my, Lemire's the Lemire's ber- ver- version before this was not bad actually. He fought Thane and all that. Uh huh. Yeah, Thane. That, that whole concept of that Thane. I didn't love the Thane part of it. I, I, no, I, mean, if, I don't care about Thane, but I like the way he wrote Thanos. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, like, even that storyline with Thane was kind of like, eh, whatever. Although Thanos dying, like being on Death's Door, was. For the character development for that piece of it, but the whole story was kind of, although, uh, who's it, Nebula, and um, who is the big wild-haired the champion. guy? Champion. Champion, having sex on the ship while, yes. <laughs> while they were waiting. So great. It was, it was hysterical and awkward. It yeah. was so good. Do you remember the champion? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the elders of the universe. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Man. They were, they were sitting on the spaceship because uh, they had to go to, like, right on the edge of a black hole with... It was this whole big fucking very, thing. It's very romantic. And they were just like, they were waiting. And they were like, got some time to kill. Pretty uh, much. Time dilation. You want to recharge? It was <laughs> recharge. so awkward and so hysterical. It was great. But yeah, so <sighs> those are my, those are like my big Marvel books. I read the first issue of Avengers No Surrender. It was that interesting. Dan told me was going to be really amazing and exciting. No. 
I didn't love it. it. I I again, I feel more and more alienated from Marvel, not because they're uh, diversif- diversified and all that, not at all. The actually the regression away from that is why I'm just losing interest. They're kind of like putting everything back to yeah, the way it pretty was. Pretty much. Yeah. And, or trying to do a little bit of both, and I'm fine with that in some way. But just uh, the Captain America series has been pretty good. It's very just standalone, one-off. Uh, you know, Steve Cap running around doing things, but he's back in ice. Well, whatever. Back we'll, ice. we'll see what that is. Um, this is the first time it hasn't been a standalone. This is like the the beginning yeah. of like a. I mean, I know it all plays into his like road trip across America. Yeah, but everything has felt has been like an encapsulated story. Wait, is he walking? Yeah. Like, is no, he walking? No, he's on motorcycle. Is Straczynski writing this? No, God, no, <laughs> no. It's Mark Wade, and actually, some people are speculating that it's not Mark. That Wade. it's not Mark. It's uh, the artist. Uh, oh gosh, I don't remember. His oh name. my God, he's great. Somni, Chris Somni, and he's like ghost writing. I mean, ghost writing. He's uh, <laughs> no. oh, he's doing no. like Marvel style kind of. You know. uh, Anytime oh, Ghost Rider is mentioned, it's going to be said. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. I like that book, but a lot of Marvel, I just don't. I mean, I'm totally back to. I haven't read any of these X books except Astonishing. I'm one behind. So, yeah, I just don't care as mm-hmm. much. It's finally happening. Yeah. It's all happening. It's okay. That's fine. You take DC, I'll take Marvel. <laughs> Bendis, you know, Bendis is coming over. It's very likely Hickman's going to come over to DC on, and maybe do a. Um, What's the Teen Titans? Not Teen I didn't Titans. realize Bendis had Legion. some like some health troubles recently. I didn't know that either. Yeah, that was like why his whole transfer over to DC got delayed, and why like his first issue is going to be a backup story in the Justice oh. League. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it didn't, oh. they announced that he's taking over Action Comics. That makes no, sense. It, well, his, like, it was a backup story. I think it was it was a Justice League story. I thought maybe in the back of Action Comics. No, I think I'm pretty sure he, I I saw an article that said that he's going to take over Superman in Action Comics. Try to solve Superman like everybody else fails to do. Right, but his, <laughs> his like debut story is like a backup. Story, like, well, the, no, no, the no. I mean, that's story. that's probably going to happen. But yeah, I think the article was that like his because nobody knew what book he was going to be writing. Right. But uh, I I'm, I think that's if I'm not mistaken, that's what I read was that he was going to be writing Superman in Action Comics. Yeah. So not like the Superman standalone. So we'll see. But uh, if you have comics that you have been excited to read and talk about and you want to share them with us, go on our Facebook page, go on our social media stuff. Tell us what you think of your favorite comics. We really mean it. It does make a difference. We do see it. And we want to know what you think about that and what was your pick of the week Uh oh oh about for our patreons (laughs) uh the last segment we do is what is giving us life we're gonna keep this somewhat abbreviated but we're going around the room uh we're gonna go counterclockwise and have pat start us out what's giving you life what's your one up for the week i was doing music so i didn't have to go first oh all right we can go the other way bj um well a little surprise uh series that popped up on netflix that i didn't realize was happening uh devil man crybaby um devil man is an old anime from like 1970 1980s era um yeah along, i saw the trailer for that on netflix along the lines of cutie honey and all that all that sort of honey um, honey <laughs> all that oh, sort of stuff honey. um it's really good. It it the style harks back to that original sort of 70s style anime. Um the story is based 100% off the original manga. Um it is not for the faint of heart. People are becoming demons, things are being ripped off, things are becoming demon mouths and ripping other things off. It is it is it'll it, bite you. It's uh, but like it's it's very standalone. Um, which I like, so it doesn't look like there's going to be another season. Um, 
but it's really really good um the dub actually is pretty good i'm i'm a subtitles purist but the dub's really good so devil man cry baby if you haven't if you're if you're looking for an anime series to check out netflix has done well with this one jeff what is giving you life <coughs> oh this week golly jeepers that's a tough one i have to probably say something i never watched at all while it was airing but now netflix has gotten the whole run of it is Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. I heard good things. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was like a Crackle exclusive for a long time, but now Netflix has like compiled all the episodes together. And I wasn't a big fan of Seinfeld, but it's the fact that he has other comedians on there besides just being him. But it's actually really good. And it's funny. And like the episodes are short, like maybe like 15, 20 minute tops. Keep that short attention span. Yeah. And, and it's good. They have like a really like wide variety of people. They had like uh, I think the opening episode was Jim Carrey, but already settled into his crazy uh, kind of post celebrity career. But then they had like Chris Rock and uh, no uh, Trevor Noah, like right after he got picked as the uh, Daily Show host. Uh, but yeah, it's good, and you can watch the whole thing on Netflix. Nice, Eric. Um, even though I saw it a bit ago, the soundtrack to The Greatest Showman is still giving me life. I'm still trying to compile who I think would make the best pop cover version of the entire soundtrack and think that's what it should be doing. Seems how Kesha did an amazing cover of This Is Me. Yeah. The Golden Globe <laughs> winning song, This Is Me. Yes. Nice. Oh, did that win? Yeah, it won. Oh, okay. Pat, what about you? Was that up against the star? Yes. Mariah Carey's uh, Golden Globe nominated number? Yes. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mariah. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I am probably going to have to go to the ABC lineup for uh, for my one-up for this month. Fresh off the boat, if you haven't watched it, I know I've talked about it before. I feel like, I, I feel like at some point in time, I just end up reusing stuff like at the same time every year. But there have been so many good things. They did a an amazing coming out episode um, back. I want to say it was in October, and it, it, they just they're tackling different issues and different things in a really fresh and new way. Because you have such a diverse cast, because you have an Asian family at the center of it. It's it, it, there's a lot that just really never gets done or hasn't been done before, and they have done some really great things. If you haven't watched it, um, I, I highly, highly recommend it. And um, it, it just it, every week, it's just it it's chock full of laughs. So I recommend Fresh Off the Boat. So I will talk about the uh, YouTube uh, channel that I've been enjoying called Northern Brewing TV. Was is it hosted by uh, Logan Paul? Is that who it is? No. <laughs> oh, is that the? I'm pretty North- sure he should be nowhere near a YouTube channel ever, <laughs> ever again. Who's that? Logan Paul's. The- That's the guy with the Japanese suicide forest. Ooh. Yeah, that guy. Ooh. Dumbass extraordinaire. He filmed oh, no. the body hanging in the forest. Oh god! Yeah, just yeah, no, that's at awful. It. Oh, that's right. No, so this is a uh, homebrew. Uh, company that I have been um, patronizing and buying materials from to make my own ver- my own special beer, whatever. Um, but I've been really enjoying the production they've put into making how tos. Yeah, they're pitching their products. I mean, that's their their business. But they're entertaining. They did a thing with um, 
Will Wheaton a few years ago. It was pretty good that I've discovered. Um, and then their their homebrew like essentials, like starter kit stuff, which is what I'm doing. Their um, their how tos are really good and pretty entertaining. So mm. I uh, think if you're interested in homebrew, you don't want to go out and shell out any money, but you just want to kind of watch the process and learn about it. You could do a lot worse. It's Northern Brewer or Northern Brewing TV. Mm. If you just do Northern Brew, you'll find them. Um, what are you, you going to call your beer? The current one I am doing is an amber made with hurricane water. So it is probably going to be something like hurricane water tea or I, I don't know. I had a few things. Now I'm trying to come up with whatever precious names and I'm not doing lo- labels or anything crazy. I got to see if it even turns out right now. It will be Warmpus. No, it will not be Warmpus. <laughs> pit, uh, pit ale. No, I'm not doing that either. It's oh. disgusting. <laughs> uh, but I have already ordered my second kit. It should be here soon. Uh, it, again, if the first one turns out, and that will be a uh, dunkel. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's fun. It's, it's kind of crazy when you're doing it. It's very stressful because lots of things can go wrong. Oh yeah. And at, at, at any stage, and then you've wasted you know however much time and materials, and it's just you know. But if, but so far, if somebody pees in it, that might affect it. And you know that pee comes to room temperature, or maybe slightly higher. You can. It, it, then it's it warm. Like it would be warm. Then it you might could, be warm. Oh Jesus! All right. So um, yeah, please go check us out on social media. We do want to know what you think. Don't forget about dragbeat.com. Sign up very soon. One more time. That's dragracebeat.com. D r a g r a c e b e a t dot com. And look forward to some of the cool All Star content. You, I think, and Oral are going to do your. We're going to go back to weekly All Stars reviews. It could be fun. I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but it's either. fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. But uh, yeah, and let us know. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Moist. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.